citizens, sit. This is Zenobia. I wanted to thank you all for being here today with our Die by the Sword podcast, and I wanted to especially thank Sword Coast Soundscapes at youtube.com for the wonderful scary ambiance, and also to thank midnightsyndicate.com for their inspiring music. Don't forget, you must sit and listen. Bye, Zenobia. So we're getting getting into summer. It's Texas, so we're already in, in summer. It's already in the 90s. <laughs> right. Um, we moved to our current apartment in February, and we're on the ground floor, and so I, I kind of wasn't really inspired to do anything with the patio, because people could see me. Like previously, exactly. <laughs> previously, we were on the third floor, so it was like... I'm we're actually be- on the fourth floor on our side. Oh, yeah, that's true, and, on the fo- our and, side. And you faced a forest. Exactly. It was great, so it's like... It now was, we're facing a parking lot. It was wonderful being on the patio in that other place. In this place, I was just like, oh, I'm never going to be out here because people. But uh, there's a lot of really nice patios in the area that people have decorated really nicely. And so partially keeping up with Joneses, partially I'm just feeling inspired. Like, I want to be outside, but not really outside. <laughs> um, I was ins- I've been inspired to start making our patio nice. So I was doing some, some Google searching and looking at stuff. And we have some really nice... Uh, chairs sling chairs that i got from target you know for like 18 bucks but i really want an ottoman that's the other thing i realized whenever i'm on the patio it's like i don't i want a place to put my feet my feet your feetsies my feetsies um my feeties and yeah you started saying feetsies yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i didn't want it to sound like feces and then and so that, that was my problem so my feeties but uh so i want one that matches my chairs well the target brand doesn't make one i don't know why and so i have just spent the past hour searching for this type of ottoman and it was incredibly hard to find so first of all the special word is sling ottoman sling ottoman yeah if you don't search for sling ottoman you get a bunch of ottomans with um cushions Cushions and i don't want any outdoor cushions i just want a place to put my feet and i have sling chairs so i want them to match so i got finally got the search term right the two that I found that were kind of in the realm of what I'm looking for, one was $80 and one was $160. You know, buckets from Home Depot are like, what, $5, $10? <laughs> That's where I'm going because I'm sure not spending that much money on a on a footrest. Foot rest. Yeah, and the buckets have storage space. <laughs> yeah, just get a can of spray paint. We'll, we'll paint it the same kind of gray that the chairs are and it'll be good. I just don't understand. Like, people like matching furniture. Why is this not a thing? I, I don't get it. So that's I don't get it either, but I don't know exactly what sling chairs are. Um, you know, the canvas fold up. Well, these ones aren't even the fold up. These are just the, uh, they're the stackable. It's, it's uh, like a fabric. Mesh. It's called yeah, mesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mesh. Got it. It's a mesh on a wrought iron frame. It's like my uh, swing, like my glider. Yeah, kind of what gliders are made out of. Oh, um, okay. And, you know, so it's very simplistic. There's no cushions to wash. You can take the hose and just rinse it down. Okay, I just Googled it. It It's like kind of like a director's chair meets a cabana chair. Yes. <laughs> with, the, with the ropey plastic material. Weave. Yes, instead of fabric. Yeah. They got okay. they've got rocking chair versions at the grocery store right now. That I was quite tempted by. But anyway, so but but finding an ottoman to match those is nigh impossible and just 
I don't understand. I can't be the only one that wants an ottoman like this. Well, clearly you're not. That's <laughs> supply and demand says that there's been a lot of demand. She's like a monopoly on the yeah. sling ottoman market. Just like crazy. <laughs> and if you didn't get in on the ground floor, you weren't getting it for under oh, 20 bucks. So mad. Yeah, maybe someone put a patent on that design or something. It's like this crazy. Big sling chair. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just- <laughs> Big sling chair. <laughs> So, uh, I'm super cranky about that and ready to kill some monsters because of it. Speaking of matching furniture, we got inside the castle. Yes. Boy, I am really glad we didn't have to fight that, uh... That dog. The dog. And I'm really glad we didn't get knocked off the bridge by an air elemental. I think that would have oh, yeah. really... That would have really hurt. We don't have any adamantine for that dog. No. I'm really glad we had a hero card we could use on it. Okay, so, I'm glad we didn't have to do all that. I'm excited to do what we're going to do now. <laughs> yeah, that combat would have been exhausting. Yeah. And potentially very, very deadly. Yes. Well, you and Philip didn't have much to worry about. You can fly. Yeah. Yeah, feather fall into the acid pit. <laughs> I'm assuming there was an acid pit. Pretty sure yeah. it's just a waterfall, Philip. It's just a river. <laughs> Pretty sure it's just a waterfall. Yeah, I don't know how an acid pit maintains itself at the bottom of a waterfall, but... <laughs> yeah. It's not the Trinity River. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to dissolve. <laughs> And that is an acid pit. Yeah, it is. I used to park right on the Trinity uh, a long, long time ago. Um, and I remember whenever it rained, it was just a river of garbage yep. just floating by. Ugh. So gross. It's like St. Patrick's Day. We're going to turn the river green. It's like, you are? Isn't it, <laughs> How isn't could it we always tell? there? How could we tell? <laughs> it's so, always green. So that, that was like almost 20 years ago when I did that. Now there is a concert venue in that very same river about the same spot. So I don't, yeah. Yeah. It's that, that water concert place, right? Like people are in floaties and stuff Yep. in the river. I'm just like, in, in that river. I'm just like, no, no. Has that been a big hit? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People are stupid (laughs) (laughs) or just, you know, ill regard for hygiene, which I equate as the same thing. All right. So we open the door. Or no, we didn't open the door. <laughs> the my door guess was is opened. An, my guess is an invisible servant opened the door. An unseen servant, maybe. Mm. Is it Timothy's friend? Tomothy. Distant cousin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tomothea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a lady. <laughs> yes. We couldn't tell, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, she was naked in front of you and you just didn't even... <laughs> say anything <laughs> you thought uh roger would pick right up on that <laughs> he just has a sense i sense, it. I sense the naked woman in front of me even his though i can't see are going crazy <laughs> <laughs> his booby senses are tingling <laughs> <laughs> so yes uh the door eerily opens and you see a great hole in front of you um this is a there's not really a lot in this room, uh, when you go in, there's not really like furniture or anything. It's just this big open hall. And there is a lit fireplace on the northern wall of the room. You also see, as you look toward the east side of the room, uh, a set of stairs going up and a door. So in addition to rolling perception, I also want to cast detect magic on the fireplace. Okay. It's 22 perception. Ooh, uh, Renly is uh, going to do the same thing um, because he has a nagging feeling. He's seen this before, and he is going to get a 25. I got a 29. Of course you did. My perception add now is 11. Nice. Hmm. Okay, so looking around the room, you in here, the fireplace is not magical. You don't see anything emanating magic. Um, the 
there is a painting above the fireplace, and this particular painting is a picture of, you would assume, Count Karabark. It shows him as a, a very curious and curious-looking man surrounded by objects in a museum. Hmm. Um, oh. Noted. Anything we recognize? Is there a Cthulhu statue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the octopus statue. Yeah. No, There's no, like, Cthulhu statues or anything like that. This museum is more, like... Natural history? Ripley's Believe It or Not? N- no, that's more yeah, like... It's trucking heads cons- and wax uh, communist dictators? <laughs> <laughs> we just got really excited. <laughs> We're going to Ripley's later. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, this, this museum is constructed creatures. Of course it is. Oh. Of, yeah. There we go. He's got Edward Scissorhands, Frankenstein, Herman <laughs> Munster. The Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exhibit I'd want to go see. And if, like, really looking at this, the, the 29, as you're looking at this painting, you see that... The eyes are moving? No. <laughs> Behind the Count in this painting, you can see through a window, and there's a... St- a stone bridge that connects the next building instead of the rope bridge that you that you've seen. So you get a look at what the place used to look like before that one building had started collapsing. So this is obviously a painting of here. <laughs> yes. And we don't see any like stray fingers or anything. No. <laughs> so but there's a, bu- there's a building where there's a building that we haven't been into that's connected to this building with a rope bridge. Yes. I bet we'll get there. I bet you it's a laboratory. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll a knowledge local to see if I can remember when the stone bridge was destroyed and if I know why. Roderick is going to aid. Roderick aids. That adds two? Yes. So 19, 27. 27. I'm not sure that you would know when or why this uh, collapse happened. It's a mystery. It's Acid River. I know mm-hmm. it. I love that band. <laughs> I was thinking more it was destroyed by angry people with pitchforks and... They're to the blame wizard. for everything. To, iso- to isolate the... Uh, to isolate whatever evil they perceived was happening there. Mm-hmm. But uh, we still don't see anybody? Mm. Uh, you don't see anybody yet. All right, and you said the only way out of this room was the stairs? There's a door to the east side of the room, and then there's a stairway going up. Okay. And as you're kind of looking around that side of the room, kind of hidden in the shadows underneath the stairs, you see this weird creature, like, blink its eyes. Hmm. Oh, didn't didn't see that before. Oh, my. And it rolls out. Rolls out. Ooh, it's a cyborg. No, what is that? Is it a chappie? Hello, do you (laughs) live here? It's a Beetleborg. That's what it is. It's a Beetleborg. I was thinking the Roly Polies from uh, Bugs Life. I was Arr. thinking Armadillo. <laughs> you you see in front of you this. It's a strange animated object that is made of both metal and flesh. It has some of those flesh and organic parts, but it looks like those parts are more for decoration and don't actually function. Ew. It's more mechanical than anything. That's gross. That is gross. So they just put like skin on a robot, <laughs> kind of. Roderick wants to roll knowledge arcana, see if there's anything you and can it, determine about it. It roll, it rolls forward a bit. It takes these awkward kind of hobbling steps, and it rests forward on these scythe-like forearms. Yeah. Uh. Oh, that is a beetleborg. Roderick rolled a fifteen knowledge arcana. 
Would it be an Arcana roll? You would know this is a an animated. It's an animated construct. Well, I think we would assume that anything in here is a construct. I think you know it's like a baseline. Yeah. I can't tell you but, anything more about this. But <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know if there's uh, something that we can roll that would you know add to that besides uh, a higher like a, a higher Arcana. Uh, you can do that. Or I could try. I don't. <laughs> I got a fifteen. Philip, you have all these knowledges. Why don't you roll it? Or well, see, that's it. what I was getting at. Uh, just, just tell me what I need to roll. But um, I rolled a seventeen. That's higher. Seventeen. It's a little bit higher. Um, this particular construct, um, it does have hardness. Uh, it's not really a lot more to it other than what you see. But that was a success, uh, not a failure, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just, just... It's it's like an SAT question, Philip. Like, there's the right answer and the more right. We only got the, the right answer. We didn't gotcha. weren't able to roll a more right. I just want to make sure that I didn't doubt, uh, fail for my doubt. Uh, Good so. point. Oh, right, right, right. I so Zenobia goes... <laughs> Does anybody have any spare nuts or bolts in their pocket then? <laughs> I got a couple of nuts, but you can't have them. Oh, my goodness. Hello, do you live here? Are you the uh, are you the door guard? He says to the creature. Hello. Uh. I do not recognize you. Please identify. Oh, that's a long story. Um, we are the defense of the beast of Lepestad in the trial. Uh, we succeeded. He's uh, he's a free man thanks to us. I am Roger Kiliescu. My name is Vivian Heatherton. I'm Zenobia Serpentry. I'm Renly Schiedel. These names are not recognized. Ooh. Please hold while I verify your identity. Identity unknown. What does that mean? Yes, we established that. We're new here. The beast told us that his maker lived here and that we were to meet him here today. We've been invited. I have no knowledge of this meeting. Can, can you go check? I mean, what are, what are the steps here? Um, do we wait here and you come back? No. I oh. have no knowledge of this meeting. That's understandable, because the beast was imprisoned for the last few weeks. Is, is, your, is your maker here? Creator, not available. That's is telling. Cre- is creator among the living? Creator is organic life form. Could you go get is him? He- creator is unavailable. Is there any other organic life forms present? No. Hmm. Well, what happens now? Please identify purpose. Save the world. We were invited here by one of the creations of your master uh, to come and meet him. Who expressed invitation? We call him Horus. He is a flesh golem. He's the one that lived in the Diplomar swamp. Where is your escort? He got warded off by the trolls. Did you see the trolls outside? That was weird. What's that about? <laughs> trolls are unknown. I mean, I could go show you. They're, they're just on the other side of the bridge. Our purpose is to... Is to find Horus. Find the flesh golem that lived in Diplomire's swamp. When shall he be returning? We think he might already be here, but we think he might have taken an alternate entrance. There is only one entrance. Yeah, we only saw one too, so we're very confused. Okay, well, we'll go wait outside for him. I have a question. What are you made of? I see mechanisms, so I'm, I'm guessing metal, but... What are your flesh parts? Are they human or monster or... This information is unknown. Is there anyone else we can speak to here? 
I am the only one present. Could you give us a tour? Where is your escort? You. You're the escort. You're the escort. <laughs> Trying to catch him in a uh, infinity loop? <laughs> yes. You're the escort. We were told by your maker that um, we would wait for the beast or Horus or whatever you like, um, and that you would show us around until we met up. Is that a... a, a bluff check. Bluff check? Mm-hmm. Roger will attempt to aid since he was talking to. Natural one on the aid, mm-hmm. so no aid. Uh, 17. Please wait. Okay. Computing message. I will notify creator of your arrival. Please wait in the dining room. Which one is that? Is it through the door or upstairs? Through the door. Okay, thank, thank you. you. So we head into the dining room, even though it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I check it? <laughs> we already checked this room. We checked the foyer. Yeah, just give it a quick look as we're going. That's a, that's a 30 for Roderick. <laughs> 30. But this is a hallway. We're not to the dining room yet. Yeah, he's just looking as we're going. Okay. Um, as you, you make your way through the door and into this hallway, you see four doors, uh, two on either side. Um, and then the hallway continues, uh, to a wall where it kind of does a, a T split at the end of the hallway. Okay. And I guess we'll move down to the T. Did he say which door? He just said through there. Let's open every door at once. (laughs) There are four of us. Hold on. I'm lost. I'm feeling like the... I'm feeling like the dining room's probably at the end of the T, so let's go look. Yeah, probably. Weapons out, just in case. <laughs> in case we didn't have them already. I'm not, Roderick's not drawing his weapon. We're trying not to be hostile visitors. Mm. Mm. Uh, as Roderick, as you get to the end of the hallway, where you know, it does do that T split, um, you see another door kind of along that wall uh, just to the north, and then... The T continues north for a ways. Uh, you can see there's a big room on the north side of this T, and the south just leads to another wall. Renly just got an idea, so he's going to pop back into the main room real quick and study that painting. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to walk up back behind um, Vivian. Uh, but he is going to look like the maker. Ah. Oh, come on. But yeah, since you're all facing the other way, you don't see it. <laughs> right? We're going to be very confused <laughs> when we turn around. <laughs> ah! Where'd you Who are come you? from? Who are you and what did you do with Renly? <laughs> so, um, I guess... They all start attacking each other. So it looks like the uh, the door might be the dining room, but the hallway also continues north. So Roderick's going to pass by the door to give his party room to make their way to the door. And he's also just going to look at the north end of the hallway to see what's in there as well. Okay. As you pass by the door uh, and continue down the hallway, you find a very, very large, almost grandiose dining hall. Found it. <laughs> so what? Uh, Roderick just walks in and waits like he's told. Okay. Any food uh, on that table? <laughs> uh, as you, you enter this room, you see it. there's a, a vaulted ceiling of this huge room. Um, it's kind of gold accents all around the room. Um, there's another fireplace in here that is also lit. Above this fireplace are two masterwork halberds and another painting that Rinley is kind of drawn to. Uh, Rinley, um, 
sees the painting in the halberds, um, and he's still the other guy. Uh, um, Renly, don't do yeah. that. He 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 uh, absent. He was going to go at, at the head of the table where he is right there. He just walks up to the head of the table and say, "Welcome to my dining room," just in a playful, playful kind of way. But um, he walks up to the fireplace, much like uh, Ray in Ghostbusters Two, <laughs> uh, and his disguise falls away as he just gets entranced by the painting. Randy, I don't think yeah. that was a good thing to do. <laughs> Uh, he's going to roll a perception on it. Okay. Seeing Renly so entranced, Roderick's going to detect magic on it. Crack die. Ooh, that's a good perception. Um, 26. 26. So this one, as, as you're looking at this painting, um, it depicts a battle in a crypt. And in this one, there's a, a skeleton wearing armor holding this giant greatsword up above his head. And you see surrounding him four bodies. But the bodies look like a fetchling, a catfolk, a tiefling, and one that looks a lot like you. You guys, I'm kind of f- freaking out. I've, I've, I've had this dream before. I know those, those people. That one looks like you, Renly. When did you sit for this portrait? It looks like I lied for this portrait because I'm dead. <laughs> Wait, and then um, I, I look at the halberd to make sure that it's not the one that I'm holding, like the ones that are on the wall. Can I it's, see that? You can look at it. It's got a similar design, but it's not the same one. So first you look like the master of the house. Now the master of the house is a picture of you. Is there right. something you want to tell us, Renly? I don't know what to say. This is, uh, and he just, uh, he touches his head, you know, like, you know, your hair between your fingers like you're thinking really hard. And while he's doing that, he's also melding into Carrie. And mm. then he goes back into the caretaker. And then each of the, the, the people in in the picture. And uh, he he has to tear himself away and sit down at the table. Did any of them have anything to say? <laughs> any of the people in the painting? Any of the people you turned into? Uh, no, he, he just he's thinking really hard. It was a joke. Vivian uh, like comes up and is like, you know, fanning you and... Renly, are you all right? This is the dream that I had when I, when I rolled that one on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zenobia tells me you were deep in sleep. I was. You're this still bruised pro- from that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got just like a big old red hand mark on my face. <laughs> I think she punched you. You got a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so Renly has nothing nothing more to say. He is uh, uncharacteristic. Uncharacteristically, I said that way wrong. No, that was right. Uncharacteristically, <laughs> he's uncharacteristically quiet for probably the next five to ten minutes. Oh wow, must be an eternity for him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's like, well, I guess we wait. I certainly hope we can get through this as polite house guests, but something's telling me it's not going to be that easy. And, and while he's thinking, he's also looking through his hero cards. <laughs> <laughs> so you all sit and wait for quite a while. And you start to get the feeling that nobody's coming. Hmm. Well, go Is check Zenobia those doors. Check for trap. Is Zenobia going to check for traps? Sure. Yeah, first, Roger, go help look door. around the room. 18, 19, 20, 21, 32. 32? Uh, you definitely do not detect any traps. On any of the doors? 
You're, we're in the um, dining room right now, and there's two doors in this room. Mm-hmm. Well, and we used to detect magic. Nothing was. Well, there's no traps. No, nothing detected as magical. Hmm. Well, um. Is there any food in this dining room? Zenobia's getting a little peckish. That's what I was thinking, too, is like, is is it a functioning dining room? Is there molded fruit? Is it just empty? What's going on? Uh, there's probably some snack stuff laid out on the table, but no, like, meal. No apples or anything. <laughs> is there one of those pulley things, like, to call the lurch, the, the butler? Yeah. Uh, not that you can see. Well, where should we go? I guess up? We always like starting up. Yeah, I mean, we could check those doors behind us to see if there's anything of note. Yeah, or just spike them closed until later. I like that idea. I'm hoping I could find an adamantine weapon around here because we're going to need it. <laughs> I vote up. Let's go upstairs. Okay, dokie. Want to spike everything closed as we go? I don't have that many spikes. I don't have any spikes. <laughs> I got spikes. Roderick has a few. I'm... I think we should go up because, you know, it seems like someone like this would probably work from a tower. Tower seems nice and... Mad scientist I'm thinking that, that, that the work is probably done in the tower across the rope bridge. Yes, probably. Hmm. Yeah, we have enough pitons to spike all the doors. Sweet. So we spike the two doors in the dining room, move out in the hallway, spike all f- uh, five of those doors, and then since we don't have any better ideas, we take Vivian's recommendation and start heading up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zenobia goes first. We check this door for traps. Looking, looking all the time. Looking, looking, looking. 30. That's your uh, perception. Okay. Uh, with a 30, then you don't find any traps. We open the door. Okay. It's like one of those, you know, little, it's not quite a room at the top of the stairs. What do you call those places? A landing? Hmm. I think that might be right. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as you go into this room, you find a small guest bedroom. You can spend some time looking around in this room, but there's really nothing in here to find. So, our goal is we're trying to find horse. So, basically, we're not going to explore any rooms too much. We're just trying to hustle through. Okay. So, there's one door out of this guest bedroom, so we'll take our way out of there. Okay. Uh, this door is... There's no traps on it, but it is locked. But it's a very simple lock. I unlock it. <laughs> just does okay, it. Roll, roll that disable device. Jeez. Natural 17. Natural 17... Plus uh, 23, 24, 26. All right. You're able to unlock this door and pop it open. Plunk. And with this one, you find a wine cellar. Upstairs? Upstairs. This house makes no sense. <laughs> it's just to be a room with no light. Well, we're not trying to rob the place. So Roderick just rolls a perception check, trying to see if there's anything of note, any clues or anything up here. And then we're going to turn around. Nice Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. 30 again. The 30 again. Uh, there are some really nice wines in here that would be worth something. Um, but uh, other than that, you do see another door on the other side of the wine cellar. So we go to the other door. Next door. The other door. It's unlocked. Uh, if you open it, it's another guest bedroom. If you continue into the next room, uh, you find the master bedroom. Ah. Uh. Oh, yeah, we want to look around in here. Well, Vivian doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Roger, rolled a 28. Rolled a 10. 28. And here you find a 
There's a large four-poster bed. Uh, it's a very neat and clean room. Too neat? Uh, like like someone hasn't been here in a while? It looks yeah, like it's it, picked up every day. Hmm. It's clean. It just doesn't look lived in. Combination of unseen and mechanical servants doesn't surprise Roderick at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and what was the highest perception check in here? Roderick got a 28. Okay. Um, so with that, you do see right behind the the headboard of the bed is this small um, small cupboard kind of in the wall. So you have to stand on the bed to open it? No, you just slide the bed out a little bit. Mm. Is Nobia, come take a look at this. Hmm, curious. It looks like a cubby in the wall. Perhaps a safe? Detect- Perhaps a trapped cubby. Yeah, detect. Perhaps. Roderick's detecting magic as she's looking at it. 19. How does she keep doing this? That's 30, 33. It's definitely trapped. <laughs> oh. Aha. So now I'm going to try and disable it. Cast guidance okay. on you. Hey, Vivian, do you think she could um. use some luck? Oh, yeah, I forgot I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, guidance, so you get a bonus point, and then bit of luck. Don't want her accidentally setting it off. So that would be two? unlucky. Yeah, roll, you roll get twice, to roll twice. Take the better. Okay. And so, add the plus one to both. All right. So, that's an 11 on the dice, plus, plus nine. Let's see what you're... 20. And then the second one? Yeah. First one's better. 20. <laughs> take the 20. I don't think that's going to do it. We're about to die. Uh, 20 is not quite enough but Twenty would, to disable it. Yeah, but 20 shouldn't set it off on accident. Right. So do we wait and I roll again? She mm-hmm. could She could give you another bit of luck. Yep. Come on, Zenobia, I know you can do this. All right. Okay, 18. There we go. 18, 27. Mm-hmm, so 27, and then roll, see if you get even better than that. 28. 28 with her okay, bit yeah. of luck. With yeah. your guidance, okay. And then see if you can do even better than that. No, this is a 14 on the dice. Okay. So, 28? So, the 28, you're able to disable it. Yay! <laughs> Boy, that was a tough one. It took me two rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the help from Vivian. What kind of and trap was help, it? Really? It was a very complicated uh, trap, this Roderick. Was, this was a wyvern arrow trap. Oh, no. It uh, makes, me think of the, makes me think of the dragon no. slayer arrows in Dark Souls. These gigantic <laughs> ballista shots. Shoot you through the, the eyeball. Wyvern. They're like dragons, but they don't have the front arms. They just have the back legs and the wings. And they're also they dumb. The... <laughs> dragons are smart. Wyverns are dumb. So what does a wyvern arrow do? Turns you into one? Uh, it has wyvern poison. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Pass. Does that turn you into a wyvern? Because that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, no, it does not. You could have been the dragon. <laughs> if wyverns don't have arms, how do they... Shoot bows. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think too much about it, Zenobia. Okay. Can I take the arrow? Um, or is it, is it a bolt or an arrow? It's an arrow. Fit fit my short bow or my long bow? Yeah, it would fit one of those probably. Jeez. Actually, if it's sitting in a trap, I don't know if it'd be medium-sized or small-sized. Hmm, that is a good question. Up to you. It's your imaginary trap. I'm still um, taking it. <laughs> just on principle. Well, stab you, you could stab it. someone with a... If I couldn't use it as an arrow, I could use it as a stabber. Just like in Monster Hunter. Take that arrow. Did disabling the trap also unlock the uh, cubby? No. Oh, come on. Slayers. So, so now you get to unlock it. Well, she could just keep trying that until she gets it. Oh, just take 10. Done. So... 
Unlocky? Unlocky. Take 20. Just do it. Yeah. That would take some time, though, so I don't know how much time we're trying to waste. Fair enough. All right, roll it. Better take 20. (laughs) (laughs) That was a four. All right, so we just kind of stand around, arms crossed, while Zenobia's picking away at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So some time passes, and eventually she's able to finally get the lock open. Uh, It's a very complicated lock. And uh, once she opens it, it's kind of bigger on the inside than it was just looking at this cupboard on the outside. It's Look, the TARDIS. I found a TARDIS. <laughs> I knew yeah. you were going to make that joke. It's like in three. It's right there. TARDIS joke in three. It's right there. Bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. Is there a little mini doctor uh, inside? There's not. Um, but there is a, there's a jewelry box that has a silver chain. It's got uh, a set of topaz. Uh, it's got uh, a platinum-handled magnifying glass in a leather case. It has a monocle with a silver chain ending in a diamond pin. Um, it's got several coins in there totaling about 2,000 gold. Jeez. And a figurine that is radiating magic. Spellcrafty, spellcrafty. Spellcraft on that. Changing die. My spellcraft was 16. Mine was 16 as well. Mine was nine. What does the figurine look like? Uh, this figurine uh, looks like um, ivory goats. <laughs> ivory goats? My hmm. prediction is it helps you climb. My prediction is it uh, gives you plus ten to headbutts. <laughs> helps you make cheese. No, you're wrong. You're both wrong. It's plus to climb and headbutts. <laughs> Thurska would have <laughs> loved this. And to digest <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> so did we crack the case on the spellcraft? I don't think you're all high enough, but I'm going to tell you what it is anyway. This is a figurine of wondrous power. Ooh. Um, these figurines come in sets of three. Uh, each goat of this trio looks slightly different from the other, and each one has a different function. Uh, the first goat is the goat of traveling. The second is the goat of travail. And the third is the goat of terror. <laughs> The terror that's the, goat? That's the headbutt one. Yep. So there's goats, bridges, and trolls. I know, right? I was just I, thinking that. <laughs> you would know from... Uh, give me a knowledge arcana for those who don't want. 14. Hold on. Uh, 12 plus... 20. 20? Uh, so Renly would know that with figurines of wondrous power, each of these goats would have a certain command word that activates the the different abilities. And conveniently, we don't know what they are. <laughs> Correct. Maybe we can we, find out tomorrow. We don't know what they are, but did we, have we seen any words that stuck out as we were walking up? Like, uh, you know, like you leave your, you write your computer password on the wall. I was going to say, did we pick, pick them up and look at their, yeah. at their tummies? <laughs> they're written on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It says made in China. I have seen people's computer or passwords written on the bottom of their laptop. Or on their paw, on their, I guess they have hooves, right? Yeah. Oh, working in IT, I've seen it posted right on their monitor. Yeah. <laughs> well, why make it hard? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a single reason. Do we know what each of these figurines does? The travel, travail, and terror. Uh, the goat of traveling... Uh, provides a speedy and enduring mount uh, that is equal to that of a heavy horse. That's adorable. Um, Go in every way except the appearance. So you can travel for a maximum of one day uh, each week uh, continuously or in any combination of periods, so only 24 hours. That's so cute. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Goat of Travail 
the statuette becomes an enormous creature larger than a bull with the statistics of a nightmare. Oh, what? <laughs> That's I know what that is. is. That exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like a, a dark evil horse. It's terrifying. Bad horse. Bad horse. Bad horse. Yep. Uh, so except with this. It's a night giant goat mare. <laughs> yeah. And this one would have a pair of wicked horns of exceptional size that would do a D8 plus four for each horn. Ugh. It's a, it's a, it's a nanny or is it the, I was just thinking this is a sidetrack. It's a, is it a nanny goat or a Jenny goat? Or a Billy goat. Billy goat's a dude. Can't remember my ag class. What's a Jenny goat? It's a girl. It's like, cause yeah, from, from my ag class. The, the actual names are Buck and Doe for the man and the woman. And then I think Billy and... I'm going to say Jenny. Or was that a donkey? I don't remember. Let's That's talk a donkey. A Jenny is a donkey, not a, not a goat. What about the terror figurine? <laughs> <laughs> the goat of terror. Uh, the statuette becomes a, uh, a mount with the statistics of a light horse. However, its rider can employ the goat's horns as weapons. Uh, one horn equals a plus three heavy lance and Jeez. the other one is a plus five long sword. Oh my goodness. When ridden in an attack against an opponent the goat of terror radiates fear as the spell in a 30 foot radius. And gets two hits per combat, one with each horn? Ah, uh, looks like it. That oh, is he, so he scary. Is... That's the goat I want. These guys we... whoever created this loves goats. <laughs> like we need to find those words. Also, when you said the first one, I was jumping back to Pokemon X and Y and thinking of Go Goat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking you guys fly and we guys, we girls, ride goats across the uh, <laughs> the pat, the uh, rope bridge. Yeah, added weight under the rope bridge certainly won't work to our detriment. <laughs> goats also, walk, I can goats are allowed. Not these goats. These are big ass goats. I can only fly when I'm raging, so. I could I make you mad. Awesome. <laughs> He's almost out of rounds, if not fully. So, so Roderick's looking through all the things, and this is okay. Treasure, treasure. So this is none of this seems to be relevant to our current cause, and I'm not trying to rob this guy. So agreed. Could really aggravate him. Yeah, we're not trying to make enemies here. So I mean, I'm looking for an adamantine weapon, but outside of that, well, we know how to get in this now. If if it becomes ours later, we'll yeah. come back for it. Yeah, if the master's dead and the mansion's totally abandoned, then we'll come back and t- steal everything. But right now... <laughs> Do we want to take so, the magic figure with us and try and figure out the words, or is it just not worth the time? I mean, I don't imagine us riding giant goats inside. <laughs> no. No goats dead. in the house. <laughs> well, so, you, have a point. you have a point there, Roderick. My mother wouldn't let me have goats in the house either. <laughs> If you're putting it back, then um, Renly's going to stick around and try and slide a hand it, because that seems like too powerful to leave. Well, I mean, Roderick will, Roderick's open to being convinced that we should bring the goats, but he does, we don't know the command word anyway. Yeah, we, we can find it. I mean, j- I just don't think that something like this should just be left, because if if the owner is bad, he's going to come looking for his goat monsters to kill us. <laughs> yeah, No, Roderick can be convinced. He's just... Well, Vivian's heading towards the door. She's just, she's ready to move on. She's just looking for Horace. This is too powerful of a weapon. If if we run into trolls or something much worse, I think we should at least have it so that they don't have it. I mean, that's a fair enough point, Renly. I'm not super worried about it. That just stealing all of his jewelry seems rude. 
Oh no no no! We'll, we'll leave his his jewels and and, and his one thousand dollars in gold and two thousand. Just take the goat. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Two thousand in gold. So we know what's in here. It's unlocked. We disabled the trap, so we can come back and get it later if it's appropriate. I'm going to lock it back up. Yeah. Sounds good. Oh, and another note. This is a place we can come and sleep if we need to. Oh, mm. good idea. Ooh, good, because I only have three songs left. We're not sleeping right now. Yeah, Roderick's halfway through I'm, his spells. I'm just saying. I only have mm-hmm. three left. Okay, well, sleeping quarters, and we head back down. Okay. Has the scenery dramatically changed since we left? No, the... Uh, little automaton in the the first room kind of looks at you as you come back down the stairs and says, I thought you were waiting in the dining room. I was looking for the bathroom. The bathroom was found in the guest quarters upstairs. Did you find it okay? Yes, we did. Thank you. We all go to the bathroom together. We're a group of high school girls. (laughs) Did you send anybody to us in the dining room yet, or are we still waiting there? I have sent a message. I do not know if there has been any response. How do you send a message? Through mental thought. Well, that's oh, you convenient. Cast message? You have a brain? Are you magical? <laughs> Renly, of course he's magical. It's a construct. Okay, yeah, we'll go back in the dining room. Thank you. I have a question, you- though. This is out of out of character. This is a mechanics thing. Just because he's a construct, does that does that mean he can do magic, or he's only m- a magical because he's a construct? That hurt uh, my most head. Of them, most of them are just magic is what animated them, but a lot of them don't do magic on their own. Right. They have some innate magical ability that was built into them, but usually they can't develop or, or uh, cultivate magical abilities. Roderick. Yes? If this, if this creature is sending a message telepathically, wouldn't it be picked up? I mean, with the correct target. Yeah, if the target's within range. It's very concerning that that he hasn't heard from anyone yet. Yeah, good thing you grabbed those goats, Renly. By the way, a little scythe-handed thing. Do you happen to know any code words? <laughs> Zenobia! So I'm, I'm actually going to uh, cast message to try and see if I can... He- do, do I need to know the target that I'm talking to, or can I... Yeah, and it's a short-range thing, too. Yeah. Well, it's 100 feet. Which it's is 100 feet plus yeah. 10 per level. Yeah, but you have to know the target, and I think you have to have line of sight on the target. Oh, I thought that that was used so that if you're separated in a dungeon, you can send a message. It's a there's different levels, different versions of the spell. Well, I definitely have. This is my level zero. So. Yeah, no, that one. I think you have to see the target. Vivian, okay. Vivian is heading back down the hallway with the T intersection to go through that door at the end. She's feeling very concerned that they haven't found Horus yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to check the first room, Vivian? No. Um, <laughs> she wants. To, she's. She wants to find the door that's most likely to lead them out of this house into the. Well, they know which the one that is. That's the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of. In the other direction. <laughs> we give up again. So we open this door at the end of the T intersection. Okay, and you find a billiards room. Vivian <laughs> <laughs> is so. Like getting close Why to tears. Why didn't you tell us to wait in here? <laughs> Vivian's I getting. First. I got first. Vivian's... The boys just are immediately on the billiards table. <laughs> Vivian's getting close to tears. Is there another door through here? Nope, nothing through there. She's just like, oh, drat. There's the a small pocket we haven't explored yet that has doors. Yeah, I mean that was the next place was the two the two doors in the dining room that we haven't looked at yet. I forgot no, there no, were doors there in the, dining room. in the hallway. I mean these probably just look like closets. 
closets or magical portals to different dimensions, and he kicks in this <laughs> standing in front of North or South. <laughs> it's North, the North one. The North one. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this one is a, a trophy room. Ooh. So you find uh, like taxidermied animals and like mounted heads and stuff on the walls. Roderick does a search for adamantine weapons. 25. <laughs> There's none. Is there any uh, weird animals? Or are they all just like, you know, basic lions and tigers and antelopes? Uh, basic animals. I mean, there's some a couple of magical creatures. Like manticores. And... Vivian yeah. is getting so frustrated. She just, turns, she just turns across the hallway and opens the, the other door across from this one. <laughs> She's just like, damn it all! By the way, Zenobia is recovering pitons as we, they go to spikes. <laughs> Vivian's just throwing the pitons uh, on the floor. She's so pissed. So if y'all open the door, the two doors to the south, you find two storage closets. Patrick was right. <laughs> uh, the one remaining one to the north, uh, you find a uh, library and smoking room. Any doors Randley out of here? jumps into the library. Any doors out of here? Renly, there isn't time. Say that in Roderick's voice. I did. Didn't sound did. like it. Are there any doors in this room? Uh, not that you see out of, of that room. Okay, if you're done, Renly, let's go check the doors in the dining room. Do I find any cool books? Uh, Ooh, that's a great... Uh, 16 plus 7 is uh, a big number. 23. There you go. Uh, you find like lots of books on engineering. Okay. Nothing. We're leaving you, Renly. No, I'm coming. Don't go. All right. So we'll check these doors for traps. Roger only rolled a 15. Hmm. I rolled a 5. Mm-hmm. We see no traps. No trips. Uh, let's open the southernmost door first. Southernmost door. Uh, you open this one and you find uh, it looks like the engineer's quarters. <laughs> so not the kitchen. Several, not the kitchen. See <laughs> several uh, cots lined up around here. We could sleep here too. So multiple engineers that either live or lived in this place. Yes. Do we see anything like it's been lived in? Are there candy wrappers or anything? Cigarette butts. It, def- uh, it doesn't look like there's been anyone in these rooms for... A little while. Roderick's going to roll perception for adamantine weapons. <laughs> Vivian's going to roll perception for anything else. I only rolled a 14. 22. Uh, no adamantine weapons. There are several like engineering books on the table. Um, uh, some like jade and gold writing sets. Several jars of very valuable ink. And a small portable ink jar with a silver clasp. How do we get out of this house? She There's goes, another door. Calm she, down. She's, and she goes over to the other door. Smashing the valuable ink pot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spilling it all over. Uh, check this door, too. It's a 17. Higher, Doesn't seem trapped. You're higher than me. Doesn't seem trapped. Uh, Vivian opens it out of frustration. Yep. You find a hallway. That looks like a door leading out, Gary. It does. <laughs> hey, Vivian. Can you calm down now? Vivian's just like, finally, and she's just fast walking towards the door. Wait, there could be trolls out there. I don't care. Zenobia, Zenobia, open it for her, please. 23, check for traps. Don't see any traps. All right, let's leave this frustrating room. So open it. Okay. You open it to reveal a very narrow three-foot-wide stone bridge that connects this building to the next building. Uh Uh-huh. But it's not the rope bridge that we saw. Yeah, it is not the rope bridge. It, it's a very precarious-looking little stone bridge. There's no handrail, and it, it, just below is the, the rushing pit. water of the waterfall. 
Um, so there was a wind elemental outside. Do you think that there's another one here? You should definitely check. Here we go. That's a 27 perception for Roderick. Looking for danger. <laughs> yeah, I got 25. 30. Now we're rolling high. Yeah. Uh, since this bridge is only three foot wide, you can only go across one at a time. I disagree. <laughs> so Roderick is definitely going first because he's at no danger of dying from falling. How much can you carry? Um, quite a bit. I'm at like the limit of my light load, but I, I'm not anywhere near heavy you load. Couldn't, so. You couldn't carry a human. I mean, I probably... Uh, In like, armor? With all our shit? Like, is Roderick just carrying you across then? I'm just wondering, could you fly one of us across? No. Well, how should we handle this? So, Roderick. Yes? Can you fly the rope of climbing across and we can just... You hold on to us? I was thinking the same thing, but I don't want to hold on. I want to tie it to something solid because I wouldn't trust myself to hold all three of you at the same time. I wouldn't trust you to roll that many times successfully, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm the strongest character in the party, but yes. not that strong. Let's do it. Here's the rope. Okay, so Roger didn't see anything other than just the narrow bridge. Detect magic. Just the narrow bridge. Okay. Well, he saunters his way across. Feather fall at the ready. Mm. Holding one end of the rope, and uh, the other par- rest of the party is holding the other. So assuming is going to be Roderick first, and then Zenobia second, Renly third, Vivian fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to hold back, because I also, I mean, I can, uh, it'll waste a, a raging fly, but if something happens, I can... Well, if you, started, if you started to fall, I imagine you would also start to rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad that I'm falling! <laughs> Damn you, gravity! <laughs> Right, and Roderick makes his way across. The rest of the party is okay. waiting for him to get to the other side so he can tie the rope. Vivian has her crossbow out. And Zenobia also is prepared with her longbow. Oh, and Carrie's here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hello. So, nothing else happens. Uh, Roderick makes his way to the other side. Okay. And he ties... He looks for something solid to tie the rope to. There's not really a lot over here. Um, Use your spikes. Better than nothing. Hmm. Zenobia, where would you stick a piton? Not mud. <laughs> okay. She'll tell you where to stick that piton. <laughs> you have more than one piton. Do what you need to to secure it. Okay, so Roger just tries to shove the piton in some corners around here in the, in the rocky surface. This okay. is what we would do when we were climbing the mountains, Roddy. Remember? Oh, yeah. We hammer them in with our hammers. <laughs> and he has one. <laughs> I know he does. <laughs> So he uh, so he hammers the pitons in, okay, and ties rope to it. And he took not not tying at the University of Lepestad. He's from the country. He knows yeah. how to tie a knot or two. You know he's an eagle scout. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we start sure crossing. His, sure, his dad would have taught something with all of his werewolf hunting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all those werewolves you tie up. So yeah, uh, ropes tied, pitons. I think it's as good as I can get it. Very good. So you can all start making your way across one at a time. Zenobia next. She finds as she steps steps out that she never encountered her fear of heights before. <laughs> she never knew she had them. <laughs> Maybe it's heights plus uh, roaring rapids underneath. Don't look down. Don't look down. Don't look down. Don't look down. Dead, 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 dead. <laughs> and I skitter across the rope bridge as rapidly as I'm allowed to. So then Vivian goes next and she makes her way across as well. So if nothing weird happened, we make our way across the bridge. Okay. Uh, so you make your way across. Um, you've all made it across slowly. Um, this three-foot-wide bridge over this 
rushing river below. Uh, and you make it to a stone terrace with a wooden door. Check for traps. Zenobia is still too disturbed. That's good, because Roger rolled a 28. <laughs> uh, you don't see any traps on this door. I think we're good. Go ahead and open it, big boy. No, we are you first, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so I do. Okay. And we know this isn't the tower, right? Right. We see a very okay. large room. You see a very large workshop crammed with alchemical equipment. Um, but it looks like some sort of explosion has happened. Mm. And the entire western side of the, the building has crumbled in. So it's just there's rubble on the ground over here. And you can just see out. Oh, dear. Uh, that whole side. Perception. Yeah, I want to perceive, like, little limbs or something. Well, this doesn't look good. 18. 20. 22. 19. You messed up the pattern, Richard. I mean, we could make it 21 if you wanted. No. It was DC 22, now we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, You don't see a lot in this room other than it just being kind of a, you know, alchemical workshop. Um. How, what was the highest perception? Roderick rolled 22. 22. Uh, so, Roderick, when looking over at the kind of rubble on the western side of the room, mm-hmm. you see a rod. Hmm. Rodney, you found a rod. Roderick. It's Roderick. <laughs> Sorry. And Roderick. he starts detecting magic. Vivian mm-hmm. does as well. It does detect as magical. Spellcraft. That's better. It's a 20. 20? Uh, Hi, Philip. <laughs> Hi. He sounds what? like he falls out of his chair when he rolls his <laughs> dice. <laughs> like Phillips just passed out. <laughs> I got a 21. Oh, that's going to be nice. the difference. So falling out of his chair. Lets him <laughs> up I'll try that next time. <laughs> right. Uh, you can both tell that this is a rod of flame extinguishing. <laughs> it's a fire extinguisher. <laughs> wait, wait. No, I've heard of this thing. I think it's awesome. <laughs> You know who could have used this? <laughs> the, the, the town hall. The town hall. Yes. We ought to go back and sell this to them. It's like you morons. That's really funny. And the flaming skeletons. Yeah, yeah. Right. That whole town's a fire hazard. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but aside from that, looking around the room, the main thing that you can see is it looks like rust has kind of made its way into all of the alchemical equipment. This happened a while ago. No adamantine sheen just at hand? <laughs> nope, nothing like that. Uh, I'm going to go over to this workbench and do a little perception. Okay. I'm going to fall down. <laughs> oh, crack die. I bet. <laughs> Ooh, 18 plus 7 is 25, right? 25? Yes. It looks like too much of the stuff is destroyed in this room to, to figure out what was being worked on. Uh, you can tell all of the alchemical equipment over here was of masterwork quality. Hmm. But nothing salvageable. Nothing salvageable. Can we see... I doubt we can figure out what the cause of the explosion was, but can we see like where it was centered from? Is there any other kind of knowledge roll I could do on that? My question is... Is the rod of flame extinguishing, was it used against the explosion? I mean, is there anything else in it? Is it, yeah, is it, are there any charges left? 
A rod of, of flame extinguishing has 10 charges when found. Spent charges are renewed every day, so the wielder oh. can expend up to 10 charges in any 24-hour period. Got it. So by now, presumably, whatever happened a long time ago, it would have recharged itself, mm-hmm. even if it had been mm-hmm. discharged right. that so day. Has, Got it. So it has 10. Yeah. So while we're so, here, yeah, do you want? Yeah. would you mind if I read the description? No, go for it. This rod can extinguish medium or smaller non-magical fires with simply with a touch. For the rod to be effective against other sorts of fires, the wielder must expend one or more of the rod's charges. Do-do-do. Extinguishing a larger non-magical fire, such as a flaming weapon or burning hand spell, expends one charge. Continual magic flames are suppressed for six rounds <laughs> and flare up again after that time. To extinguish an instantaneous fire spell, the rod must be within the area of the effect, and the wielder must have used a ready action, effectively countering the entire spell. So this is awesome. That's really cool. I wish we mm-hmm. had one of those in real life. Really? Yeah. So larger spells like Fireball or Flame Strike or Wall of Fire expends two charges. That's still, like, that's that's an interesting that's power balance. That's pretty it impressive. <laughs> if a rod of flame extinguishing touches a creature with the fire subtype by making a successful melee touch attack, the rod deals 66 points of damage to the creature. Cool. So definitely hanging on to this. Yeah. Back to my question. Uh, can we tell where the center of the explosion was or what caused it, if that's possible to find out? It's like, where was the center of the explosion and what caused it? Is there any Since way to find not. the answers to either of those? Don't you ask Since another question, Philip. I was going to say, since we're not, it was a joke question, since we're not uh, members of the court, do we lose our CSI bonuses? <laughs> yes. Um, I guess that, that would just be basic perception. Which we've already rolled to the hilt. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of tell just from the direction of some of the scorch marks and stuff in the room that it probably stort- started somewhere in the center and, and like blew out, exploded out, which okay. is why that whole western wall is gone. But only one way. Well, it was probably designed of... as an explosion room, like uh, like in some of the companies I've been in. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> yeah, an but... alchemist. He knows he's going to have explosions. Yeah, I mean, so they we... have no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, Renly, I think you should hang on to this rod since uh, your, uh, your contributions to combat, they're often not directly with weapons. Um, I want to use it on that burn that he just did. <laughs> there was no intentional burn. You are not good with weapons, so here, hold this. <laughs> No, you normally don't use weapons. That's not true. He uses That's his true. chakram every time. Like I said, he normally doesn't use weapons. <laughs> <laughs> that was a burn. That was the burn. That was a burn. <laughs> that was a burn. He may now use the rod. Yes. Emphasis on direct. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, t- uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's huge. All right. Um, so as you kind of look at this this area with the, the wall crumbled in, uh, this area, there's scaffolding and stuff up so it looks like repairs had started um, mm. i'm trying to, to put it back up uh you can look through and see that another stone bridge once connected this area to the next building um like you saw in the the painting but now you just see that slender rope bridge mm. we found the rope bridge and as you're sitting here looking you start hearing this kind of like clicking and skittering sound oh nope. i hate skitters Centipedes? In this room. I'm guessing centipedes. Mechanical and... centipedes. <laughs> that flame out of their pinchers. As opposed to... Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Renly, get that rod ready. <laughs> Carrie is getting the rod ready. You were Renly a second ago. That's true. Yeah, well, guess what? I heard skitters. <laughs> <laughs> um, as they start making their way from... Looks like coming from under the ground over the side of this rubble. 
as these large rust monsters that kind of look like scorpions. Oh, wow, so close. <laughs> start <laughs> crawling their way up to you. And we're rolling for initiative. Yeah. Nice natural two, Roderick. Well, I got a natural three, so I did better than you. Me also. So that's a whopping six. (laughs) Jesus. All right. Uh, So what are those initiatives, Uh, Roderick? Three. Six. Five. Five for Remini slash Gary and Vivian. Fifteen. Fifteen. Vivian showing you all up. She's in a hurry. She's looking for her man, Horus. Roderick frowns at that. <laughs> <laughs> he frowns at the ether, where the where Vivian's creator is, is speaking. Her best guy friend, <laughs> Platonic. You know, you're a really good friend. Yeah, exactly. Her her friend zoned Horus. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Vivian is up first. Uh, knowledge check. I'm guessing Arcana. Doesn't matter because I rolled a two. So don't even worry about it. The dice are not happy today. My dice have been all over the place today. Mine too, but at least I've gotten good rolls. All bad. Yeah, it's been a mix. Okay. So these would be knowledge engineering. Knowledge engineering? Dungeoneering. I've got that. Well, it's not your turn. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Getting ready to roll. Crazy. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> she's going to cast Bit of Luck on Zenobia. So she moves up a little bit towards Zenobia and touches on the shoulder for luck. All right. Bit of luck to Zenobia. Good. Uh, next up are these creatures. Uh, and just to kind of describe what they look like a bit more, uh, these are insect-looking type monsters, They have, but they only have four legs, and they have this strange propeller-shaped protrusion at the end of its tail and two long feathery antennae. This sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds pretty ridiculous. Did you just describe a mantis shrimp? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe? No, no, they have hammer hands. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they look weird. So one will make its way up to Zenobia. One will make its way over to Roderick. And one's kind of going the long way around, not directly attacking anybody. That seems odd. So it's in the perimeter. It's, 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 it's the boss. He's trying to flank us. He's supervising. <laughs> Okay, uh, so the interesting thing with these creatures as they move up to you, um, both of you have metal weapons, correct? Yes. Uh oh. Zenobia and Roderick. So these feathery-like antennae from these things are going to reach out and try to touch your weapons. Well, that's very rude. Gonna rest them. The one on Roderick. That is a fifteen against touch. That'll hit. Okay. So then you need to make a reflex save. My weak save. Good roll though. That's an 18. An 18? Okay. Uh, so you're able to pull the your weapon away before any of the rust starts making its way onto the weapon. Well, hey now, come on with that. Alright, he's going to try the same thing against Zenobia. And that is a 12 against touch. Miss. So it misses completely. And that is their turns. Uh, next up is Zenobia. Knowledge Dungeoneering first. Okay. Ooh, and that's a natty 20. Oh, there you go. There you go. You know everything about these. Yeah. Uh, these are rust monsters. You don't uh, say. <laughs> you know, I was going to make a joke. They're called rust monsters. 
Because that would be a ridiculous, you know, simplistic <laughs> name. Yeah, well, there you go. It would never be named that. <laughs> but that's what they're called. Um, they are medium aberrations. Uh, they can smell metal up to 90 feet away. They can move 40 feet and climb 10 feet. They do have bite attacks, and uh, with their antennae, they can rust metal. Uh, if they are able to rust your weapon, they deal 3d6 plus 5 points of damage. Jeez. Oh my goodness. <laughs> to the weapon? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's really about all there is to know about them. And you would assume that looking at all the rust that's on these uh, alchemical equipment, in here, they're probably the cause of all of it. Sorry. They've been busy. Sorry, do they have weaknesses? Uh, no weaknesses. Do they have any resistances? No resistances. Um, I mean, what? how big are they? They're medium-sized, so it's like a giant scorpion kind of thing. They're they're human-sized if they're medium, right? Yeah. So human-sized scorpion with four legs and rusty. Gotcha. Yep. This weird propeller protrusion at the end of its tail. Aim for the propeller. It's their only weakness. I'm going to step back five feet. I'm going to study this creature. And then you can only fire once. Because I've studied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you get two chances on that roll. Because a bit of luck. Yeah. But you got your free your uh, quick draw, so you can free action draw your longbow. Yes. Mm-hmm. So do you want to study and hit once, or just move back and hit twice? Yeah. Let me step back and hit twice. I like the hitting twice part. So you get to roll twice on each of these things. So eighteen. Eighteen. Natural eighteen. Okay. On the first hit, and then that is one d eight plus two. Max damage. Uh. 10 on the first hit. Nice. And this is the second. Natural 16. Uh, plus, so that's 25. You did minus you 4, so that's 21. It would be minus 5, so 20. 20. Yeah, that's a hit. Nice. Yeah, that was a better Next and damage. max damage on that, yeah. <laughs> so that's another uh, 10 points. Okay. So that's 20 uh, points total bludge of uh, piercing damage. Piercing damage. Uh, this thing is taking some damage. It still exists, though. How hurt does it look? It took quite a bit of damage. Okay. Okay. Next up is Brinley slash Gary. So uh, Brinley is going to come up uh, next to Zenobia and cast Ear Piercing Scream on this one here. Uh, the one that just attacked Zenobia. Okay. So I need you to do a fortitude save. So 15. It passes, but I mean... Half damage. So let's do... 2 plus 4 is 6. So 3 points of sonic damage. 3 points of sonic damage. It looks at you and it shakes its antenna at you. Vigorously. Very good. Uh, Alright, Roderick. Okay, Roderick is going to take a five-foot step back, and both of the monsters in front of him are now in the range of his cone, and he's going to cast Burning Hands. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I need a reflex save. Rust Monster 1, that is a 9. Is a failure. Oh, nice, Roderick. The other Rust Monster, also a 9. I rolled the same on both. Wow, they both failed. Okay, so my roll is 44411. <laughs> so... 14 points of fire damage on both of those boys. Nice. They're not very happy with you. They're trying to kill my keen plus one longsword. 
That's his love. I'm gonna marry mm-hmm. that sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the stone of alarm? Think of all this. They're we've we've, we've we talked have about an understanding. This. They're they're buddies. Oh, that's the best man. Yeah, that's the best friend, and the sword's the lover. Okay. Uh, so Roderick, after casting that spell, roll me a percentile die. Something bad's gonna happen. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Uh, so with that, you kind of feel the the ground beneath you start to rumble a bit. What? And it levels out. I did something bad. Guys, I felt the rumble. I don't know what it is. Is there anything I do to determine what that might have been? Uh, you have knowledge engineering? I do not. Okay. So no, don't do that again. I won't do that again. But that'll bring us back to Vivian. Vivian is going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Ooh. Spiritual weapons can't rust. Mm-hmm. And which, we- which enemy are you targeting? I'm targeting the one that is that looks the weakest. That would be the one Zenobia was shooting. So I'm going to target Zenobia's. And... So, so I have a plus seven to this roll of a five. So that's a <laughs> 12. <laughs> that's a 12 to hit. That misses. Of course. So you're going to move? Yes. Behind Zenobia, I guess? There's not one directly next to me, right? Correct. So she's going to paw ass. Oh, as far away as she can? <laughs> yeah. She runs to the back of the room. She's she's running to the most stable piece of floor <laughs> that she can find. <laughs> all right. So Vivian runs all the way to the back of the room. All 20 feet that she can run. <laughs> At least you've got the room, like the space in this room to do that. Yeah. You're not stuck in like a you know, four by four room. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so that will bring us to the rust monsters. Rust monster number one will take a five foot step into Zenobia. Rust monster two will take a five foot step into Roderick. And so we'll rest monster three. So we'll go for the one after Zenobia first. It's first going to reach out and try to bite you. It's a 14 to hit with the bite. Miss. And then it's going to reach out with its antenna. It's a 21 against touch. That hits. Okay, roll me a uh, reflex save. But I'm not holding anything metal Wait. right now. You've got metal armor too, so oh, it, it, has it. Its, has its choice of options. Ten. A ten? Mm-hmm. That is a fail. This time it's going to be so pissed with her armor getting hurt. Mm. <laughs> At least she'll be able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and your armor takes 15 points of damage. Oof. Okay, so iron or steel has hardness 10 and 30 hit points per inch of thickness. So it'd be 30. So 10 hardness, 30 hit points. So it did what damage, Gary? 15. 15. So five of that will go through the hardness. So your breastplate is taking five points of damage which is not enough to break it yet. It has to hit 30 for it to break? 15. It has to take half of its hit points to be broken. So no effect yet, but this happens every time item damage comes into play. Mm -hmm. So Rust Monster number two, Rust Monster number three are going to go after Roderick. Uh, First, uh, number two reaches out with a bite, and that is... That is a 21 to bite. That will hit. So you take three points of damage from the bite. Okay. And then reaches out with its antenna. Jerk. And that's a 16 against touch. That'll hit. Reflex save. Roll that reflex save. Failure. All right. Uh, your weapon, I'm assuming you're, you're using your sword. It's sheathed, but it's the only metal object on him, so. Uh, so it takes 20 points of damage from the rust. Good grief. Freaking H, man. Okay, so since this is a magical weapon with an equivalent of plus 
two. It has 12 hardness and 25 hit points. So it's taken eight hit points. This is one of the most complicated mechanics in the game. So it's not broken, yeah. but it's getting there. Mm. It'll be broken on the next one. All right, so Rustmonster number three is going to try for the same thing. First, the bite. Uh, that is a 23 on the bite. That will hit again. Uh, two points of damage on the bite. Obviously, their bite is not the bad part about them. No. And then for the antenna, natural one. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Longsword lives another day. Let's see if that confirms. And that is a 22 on the confirmation, so no confirm. No, it doesn't confirm, Gary. But the longsword survives. Sad. For now. Okay. Uh, effective turn from the rust monsters. Now Zenobia's turn. She is pissed. <laughs> Five foot is that her turn? Twice. Five footsteps, shot fire twice. Uh, shot number one. Are you still hitting the weakened one? Absolutely. I don't have bit of luck anymore, right? Nope. That's a miss. That's a miss. All right. Well, shot number two. I think that's also a miss. 16. Yep, uh, 16 misses. Boo. That rust on the arm where it's affecting your eyesight. Yeah, apparently. All right, so two shots from Zenobia. Both go flying by. The, the rust monster is not quite hitting it. Nope. Okay. Uh, Renly slash carry. All right, I'm going to go uh, five foot here, and then I'm going to try and do the ear-piercing scream again. 40 save. save. It's a fail with a six. Mm. Yay. Blow it up. That's uh, that's four points of damage. <laughs> Sonic damage. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. It's done, though. Tickled its ears. Oh, it is stunned. That's right. Yeah. The target is dazed for one round. It's dazed, not stunned. Dazed, yeah. A dazed creature can take no actions but has no penalty to AC. So that's awesome. Okay, uh, so that is Rinley slash Carrie's turn. Mm-hmm. We now have a dazed rust monster, and that brings us to Roderick. So Roderick is going to attempt to cast a spell defensively, rolling a concentration check. Natural 20, so mm. he succeeds at casting Shocking Grass, and he's going to reach out and touch the southernmost rust monster with it. Grab its okay. antenna. Ooh. That is a natural 15, so that's certainly going to hit. That will hit. 5d6 electric damage. And I mean, I was going to mention the plus 4 to hit since these monsters are metal, but, you know, whatever. Oh, Roderick. Roderick. That is some nice dice. Okay. You know, when you said that, I didn't know which one. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. 22 points of electric damage on the southernmost uh, rust monster. And you have a dead rust monster. Yay. Yes. It's another but first also, spell slot. Roll that uh, percentile die. Oh, it's for electric too? Maybe. 27. Okay, so once again, you feel that rumble underneath you, but then it lets up. I think I'm not supposed to cast any spells at all. I've mm. cast two spells. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on. Elemental magic versus non? Maybe. I'm going to take a five-foot step back instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you explain cast defensively? Yeah, so... When you are threatened, casting a spell normally provokes an attack of opportunity. However, you can attempt to cast defensively, which means you roll a spellcaster check, and the DC is 15 plus double the spell level, so for a first level spell, it would have been 17. I rolled a 20, so I mean, a natural 20, so I rolled a total of 29, so it didn't matter. But yeah, that meant I was able to successfully cast the spell defensively and did not provoke attacks of opportunity doing so. Sweet. Had I 
Had I failed, I would not have provoked attacks of opportunity. I would have just lost the spell. So it's a gamble when you do it like that. Yes, there's game's a penalty a gamble. for losing. <laughs> Did you forget we're playing <laughs> a game of that. statistics? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. All right. Uh, okay. Um, so that was to the top of the round with Vivian. I'll hit with the spiritual weapon first. Um, do I hit the dazed one or the not dazed one? Which one's weaker? The dazed one. I'm going to hit the dazed one. No, that's a 13. And then she's going to shoot at that same one with her crossbow. Okay, there we go. That's a 21. Nice. 21 hits. So that's five points of damage. Five points of damage. And that was to the dazed one? Yes. Okay. He's still there. Barely. <laughs> and that's my turn. Okay. Uh, next up is the remaining rust monsters. These old rust buckets. One is dazed and can't do anything. Mm-hmm. The other one's going to attack Roderick again. Yep, because you're the closest. Take a five-foot step there to you and try to bite and probably miss with a 12. That will miss. And going for the antenna attack. Come on, miss. Come on, miss. Come on, miss. 16 against touch. That will hit. Mm, just hits, doesn't it? Reflex save. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's not going to do it. That's a natural one. Ooh, no. That is 15 points of damage to the sword. Still not broken, but getting real close. Thank goodness it is 12 hardness for being magical. Protect your magic weapons. At all costs. Uh, all right. Uh, Zenobia, you would be next. Well, I'm going to uh, fire twice. Any shooting dazed or not dazed? Shooting dazed. Okay. Well, with my first hit anyway. Let's see what it does. All right. So, first hit to dazed. There we go. There we go. That's a natural 20. Again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that's 20, uh, 11 on the dice. 20 to nine. confirm. 20 to confirm. It's a con- confirmed critical, but, I mean, he only has one hit point left. <laughs> so you did triple damage. Yeah. Well, I smushed him, which is what I wanted. It's dead. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's now the first it. one. Now my second hit. Mm-hmm. Right? On the other guy. Thank on goodness for guy. precise shot. And that's a miss. 11 minus 4. Roderick's going to lose his sword. That would be a miss. Uh, all right. Uh, Renly slash Carrie. So I'm going to move like diagonally through the dead bug next to the glaive and shout at this scorpion rust monster man. St- st- stop it. <laughs> um, so roll me a fortitude, please. You're crazy. It's a 19. That passes, so you're not dazed, and you take, oh, six points of damage. I rolled max damage. Nice. Nice. So it would have been 12, but half is six. Good job. Okay. Uh, So effective turn from Renly, and that brings us to Roderick. All right, so in an attempt to throw the creature off of his magical longsword, he's in fact going to draw his silver warhammer. And swing that instead. <laughs> hey, look at this one. Look at this one over here. Does it also corrode as well as rust? Because silver does rust. Well, they say metal, so. Yeah. That's a natural four, uh, so that's going to miss, but he's going to take a five-foot step back, um, and he's like kind of waving the warhammer in front of him. Look at this one. <laughs> it's shiny. All right, so I'll miss on a five-foot step back, and that brings us to Vivian. Try to hit... With the glaive? Yeah. So it's a move action to change targets. Mm-hmm. 13. You just cannot roll with this thing. Um, so she's going to load her crossbow. Okay. Just can't get a good read on this weird creature thing. All right. Rust monster number two. It's the only one that's left. I get it. 
Take a five foot step. Uh, what metal items is Renmi carrying? All sorts. He's got his master. He's got his masterwork chakram, his masterwork halberd, um, and then uh, does his mithril chain shirt count? Yes. So th- yeah, that's a metal. But that's it. Okay. That's all the metal he has. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to roll a percentile die to see if he goes after Renly or after Roderick, since he has both of these targets in range. If I roll 51 or higher, it's Roderick. Below or 50 or below is Renly. It's a 45. Dang it. Well, first of all, he's going to bite you, and then no. he'll go for the, the, the halberd. Okay. It's a natural one on the bite. Nice. Roll it again. Confirm. And a 14. Nope. Yay. Fumble. Confirm fumble. I shall read your card, Hooray. Gary. Instant death. Yep. Target instantly dies. Sprain, you take 1d4 points of dex damage. Oh, boy. There's Do I dexes. roll it? Yeah, go ahead and roll it. Two. Two points of dex damage. That lowers his AC. That's a point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes him a little easier to hit. Oh, you forgot to read the part where you can no longer take any more actions. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. It's on the back of the card. Uh-uh. You can't see. You don't know. I'm a psychic. I can see it. Uh, okay, so now he's going to reach out and try to rust your halberd. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a rusty halberd? Yeah. Mm. Looking for some uh, tetanus? It sounds like a, a rusty halberd sounds like a sex act. <laughs> or a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be a good cocktail, yeah. But anyway, that is Pepper a 25 in. against touch. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, hit that. Ooh, that's a good one. 17 plus 3 is 20. 20 on the reflex save. Okay, so you're able to pull the halberd away just before the rust gets to it. Excellent. Sweet. Good. Uh, next up would be Zenobia. We only have one left. That's yeah. one Shot number one. That's a t- uh, 11 on the dice, plus 9, 20. That's a hit. Yay. And let me roll the second hit. Ooh. Ooh. 18. That's a hit, too. 27 minus, yeah, 23. That's a hit also. That is a hit. Well, that's two. So that's 2d8. And that's 8. 9, 10, 11, 12 points of damage. And that's from both. Yeah. That's that's a total. Yeah, from both hits. Total of 12 points. Yes. Well, you needed both of those arrows to hit, because that was just enough to kill the third Rust Monster. Yes! Yay! Sweet! Yes. And with that, we'll see you next week. Yay! Yay! Wait, are we resting? Is it sleepy time? <laughs> yeah, let's we rest, rest in, in this room. Explosion room. Sounds good. <laughs>